Happy New Year, everybody. I am very excited to be your host, Lyric Swinton, and I'm also very excited to kick off a new year of maps and graps, but specifically chats and graps. This is a very special interview that I've been wanting to do for a very long time. Um, I'm going to tell you how it came about. So I went to Tokyo, Japan from December 27th. I left on the 27th and I was there until January 6th. And while I was there, just coincidentally, um, Thecla, who I'm interviewing, um, is she DMs me back because I DMed her months ago, but she rarely checks her Twitter DMs. And she's just like, hey, I'd still like to do this interview. And obviously it was originally supposed to be virtual. And I was like, hey, I'm actually in Tokyo. Like, you know, and so we coordinated our schedules. And so this coincidentally got to happen at a coffee shop the day after Intignon Stardom Gate on January 4th, which was also the show where Donna Del Mondo dissolved officially. And also Tekla had announced taking her hiatus from wrestling. So there was already a lot to talk about, but there was even more to talk about. Um, I, you're going to hear me say this during the actual interview, but truly she is one of the most interesting people in wrestling. And I'm very excited for what's next. And we had a great time um, talking before, during, and after this, but I'm excited for you all to hear it. Um, there's a lot of interesting stuff regarding, you know, Don Del Mondo, how she got into wrestling, um, her amazing fashion decisions, including um, designing her own gear, as well as her goals um, for 2024 and, you know, her current stardom contract situation. So lots to get into. And I'm excited for you all to hear it. And I'm so glad that she was the first guest of 2024. And I'm excited to see what happens next for maps and graps but i'm also excited for you all to see what's next for maps and graps so enjoy this interview you're one of the most interesting people in wrestling that enough people don't talk about like um i remember like the first time like i saw you i was like like she's only in a tag team. Like, this, I think that you're so like fascinating and so like multifaceted. Like, and when I saw that, like, you're from Austria and been here for a long time, and you're a polyglot, and that you have like former ballerina. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it, it, like you have like a lot of arts degree. Like, so. What, how did you become like so multifaceted? Like, it's so funny because you were talking about yourself being an overachiever. So I was like, oh, cry. Reminds me of me. <laughs> so it was, this, it, I've always been the same. When I see something that I like that interests me, I just get a little obsessed with it. And I just like, yo, I want to do that. Yeah. So when I was a kid, I, I, I remember as, as soon as I could, you know, draw, I started to draw things and I got into fashion. I started to draw like, um, you know, like this fashion design, you know, which is kind of the base for me doing my costumes now and wrestling. Then I was, I wanted to be a journalist, so I started to write, you know, and um, 
I was I was doing theater, so I mean basically everything in a creative direction. That's always been my thing. My dad used to work at a um, at a theater at Vienna's biggest like um, you know like stage theater. Yeah. So I would be backstage a lot, and I was always you know you can smell like the backstage, mm -hmm. and the actors are so you know like, yeah. um, like how do you say it? like like impressive yes. you know, how they how they act. And mm -hmm. I would always watch that, and uh, it's just. And it's very similar, actually, to like a backstage or a rebel of here. Right? My mom is a painter, so she would like she does these beautiful oil paintings, you know. And uh, they made me start music very early, so I used to create the violin when I was a little kid, you know. So it's just very, very art based, and very creative. So, um, but always like super active too. Mm -hmm. So I was always jumping from one thing to the to the next kind of you know. Now I want to do music. Now I want to play in a band. Now I want to uh, be a journalist and make like have like uh, have a school's newspaper and be mm -hmm. kind of that you know. And uh, now I want to direct a movie or whatever you know. So once when I finally um, I got into art, and there I was the same thing. It was just like I was playing in a band. Um, not really doing what I was supposed to do, but just everything else, <laughs> like drawing comics, you know, and like obviously kind of a rebel always against like what I was supposed to do. And um, and then I found wrestling. At first I was a fan too. I was, uh, there was this um, underground wrestling thing, like super, like a little slightly trashy, like, <laughs> but, you know, it's like really, it's like in, in a Vienna underground and mm -hmm. cellar. And we'd watch these like really, like like backyard backyard matches, but the energy was so crazy. You know, yeah. everybody was putting. It's sim like, it's hard to compare because obviously that quality is different. Mm -hmm. But the but the what you were saying earlier, the how how people were doing it with the with their with the heart, with yeah, the, you know, putting it in there. Like, I mean, it was just in such such a such a high energy place, yeah. you know. And, and uh, the audience was like that too. It was like, still. I've wrestled in a lot of places in Japan, um, but energy-wise, it's not comparable. Mm -hmm. And people would be so into it, and that that kind of at some point, I just I just woke up and I was talking to my friends who were also like wrestling fans, and everybody was into music, so we were all performers, right? Mm -hmm. Or into or in the entertainment, um, and I got like business more or less. Mm -hmm. So we were all just like one night, hey, let's. We should all become wrestlers. What do you say? You know, and I already had like a very sporty background yeah. as a as a as a dancer. As a, I was I was doing martial arts when I was a, as as a young teenager. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, let's let's do that. And it's kind of it's and I, from especially like WWE style, you mm -hmm. know, like just the presence everybody has, like you know, this just standing on the ground both feet you know mm -hmm. and being somebody that reminded me of you know being a punk band and just just claiming that spot especially as a, as a woman you yeah. know what i mean um and that intensity i was like yeah, i think i could do that and, <laughs> and i and i and i tried it so i talked to the underground wrestling people right mm -hmm. it's like because there wasn't much other stuff around and i i all of my friends obviously said fuck that i'm not doing that because uh, because we kind of we kind of had like a, we almost made it like a bed. Yeah, yeah you, know, you know, we're all like that and like high five. Yeah, we're all going to become wrestlers. And then the next day it was like hungover. It's like, shit, how did not do that? But I was like, you know what? I'm going to try this. So I went to training. It was obviously so extreme, so intense. But it was just, 
That was in 2016. Okay, my first, like, yes. Like, early 2017, I started to train. Mm -hmm. And in 2017, I had my debut in the... In the Vienna underground, right? <laughs> it was kind of, it was kind of almost like a bit, you know. It was like, a, this is this who fits everything else I do, like drawing the comics and putting on like punk shows and like being an, being like a crazy artist. I was like, let's let's put and um, being a wrestler to, you know, it was just it was to me that was the ultimate most natural thing, you know. Also being out there after my debut, being in front of a lot of people, and I got. Like feeding off that energy mm -hmm. and just starting like and kicking people in the face. I was like, I like that a lot. This yeah, it was pretty good. Very pop rock. <laughs> rock, you know. That's how it started out. Obviously, now it's completely different story, you know. Um, but that's what at the beginning got me into being. And coming back to what I was saying earlier, when I when I found wrestling, I was like, wow, this includes so many of the things that I'm into, you know. Mm -hmm. Like I'm like coming up with a with a persona, you know, like a like a like a character. How mm -hmm. how like the the fits? How am I supposed to look? How do how do I do my makeup? How do I do my hair? You know, um, writing my song like my theme song is still the same theme song. So you wrote your theme song? Yeah, it's my wow. you, you know you know that, that there's like this this uh, voice humming in the beginning. That's yeah. my voice. The guitar I play that myself. So how many instruments do you play? Oh, only guitar. Oh, violin. Yeah. Okay, but but both. Not not good. <laughs> guitar, I play very fast, but not good. <laughs> so did you sing as well in the band? Yeah, yeah. I was singing, and I'm I'm good at writing songs. Like I'm I am i am good with coming up with catchy melodies, but uh, technically, but tiny hands. <laughs> Nothing I can do. <laughs> Listen, I was always a voice person. Oh yeah. Because I'm yeah. not a great instrument. Well, I did mellophone. I can play French horn. Cool. But that's it. No shrinks. I can't do shrinks at all. <laughs> yeah, I, I tried, but I just don't have... You gotta have the uncomfortable. You have to have really, I think, strong hands. Yeah, playing guitar, I'd cramp up after the first song, and I'd just be in bed like, yo, 10 minutes, I'm out. <laughs> no. And so, um, you talked about the punk rock, and then you talked about, so like, and um, one thing that I've learned in wrestling, especially like over the past few years, like getting back into it, yeah. there's like a really, I think, cool pipeline between theater kids yeah. and wrestling. And like, yeah. you know, I love musical theater. And like, I, you know, I used to, I remember in high school, like I wrote, um, I co-wrote like uh, one of our school musicals right. in high school. And it's so funny that she said like being like um, editor-in-chief of the school newspaper. Because I did that too. I think there's like such a, Weird crossover, but it's really cool, you know, between those the creative kids. I I feel like, like I feel like there's 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 that kind of that kind. Mm -hmm. There's people who come here and obviously also mix it all mixes up, and I like that. Yeah, but you've got people who have more the space, the sports based mm -hmm. background. People who come from like American football or mm -hmm. something like that, and then you've got people who really have an image, who know how to tell a story, which is extremely important. Mm -hmm. Which is, in my opinion, the base of everything. Yeah, um, so. So that's that. I think that's very interesting. Mm -hmm. I remember last night at Wrestle Kingdom, um, I was watching Will Ospreay's entrance, and I remember he talked about being and growing up in theater um, yeah. as a kid, and how his mom, I think, I think was like a theater teacher. And I was like, you can see like the influence. You can always tell. Yeah. I think what a wrestler has like yeah. 
that theater background on art because I think there's an inter like it's an attention to detail yeah with the presentation yeah that you know some people have and some don't and I think that you're one of those people you can always see those that attention in detail one thing I've always been crucially obsessed with like one of them see is your gear yeah like and I think especially these last couple that you've done yeah. have been ex like absolutely excellent so when you're designing so what's that process like and I, I think like you know when you put the toxic spider together right like that specific character and then that along with the presentation because I think that your presentation specifically 2023 has was so like fantastic so like what's that thought process like when you're putting all of that together of course I always start with what I like. Mm -hmm. That's the most important thing. So th there are certain colors that I'm really into, but mm -hmm. then there's something something that catches my attention. I see something on the internet or I go on what is it, Pinterest, you know. So it's like a, it's like a mix of, oh shit, I really want to mm -hmm. I want to do something in that direction. Sure. And it looks really cool that that could be, that could be perfect for a toxic spider, mm -hmm. you know. Um, so I collect images, basically. And then I, I kind of start forming something that, okay, it could go in this direction. That could be like the base color or whatever. At the same time, I start going to like a fabric store and I go, I go look at all the fabrics and then I feel everything and I take pictures of stuff that I like. And then I'll, I'll choose stuff and I'll, I'll put it together and see if that, if that's going to work, you know? So, and then I start to design really. And then I just go on my iPad and start drawing. I'm just like, okay, could I use this? Could I use that? Basically. Um, and then I, I try to, if, if the end result, I try to think, okay, is this, is this, is, does this look like Star? And does this, is this gonna, and, and does it fit Toxic Spider? Those yeah. are the two things that I'm, like recently, I'm trying to look for. It needs to be, I always try to include stuff that is like repeating stuff. Usually you will find like studs or like four big studs here, you know, or like the, Snake skin has been something I've been using, yeah. or, or the big spider in the back. Mm -hmm. Like you always find a lot of leather and oh. fur also from now on. So that and the other thing is, does it look like? Do I look like a star? What a yeah. star wear this? You know what I mean? So is this is this a fit for? I don't know. I don't know. Even like a Doja Cat, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You know, you know. Yeah, me. like, is this silly or is this like, is this like hot? Yeah. Thing, you know. Especially, you know, the new album, Scarlet with yeah, the Spider. Yeah. So th is that an inspiration for you? Um, I like that stuff a lot. Yeah. It's, it, I think her, like, because she changed her character a lot. You know? Yeah, I mean, like, her, her visual representation. Before that, I did not care at all about those again. Yeah. But now, look, like, when she shaved her head and everything, mm -hmm. and now the, the direction she's gone, it's, oh, I love that. Mm -hmm. this, is, this is brilliant. This is this, this perfect mix of, I do not give a fuck what you think about me. Exactly. And she's still got that pretty face, you mm -hmm. know, and she's like, super curvy, and she knows how they use her sex appeal. Mm -hmm. it's, like a, it's like a mix of really edgy, but yeah. also, like, hot and cool, and that's... That is, and that is definitely like an inspiration to me because I'm, um, that's the kind of edge that I'm trying to, you're trying to put into my stuff to obviously do it my way, but man, I'm, I'm, I'm looking, I'm waiting for the day where I'm just going to shave my head and just, oh my God. <laughs> so do you like do the sewing too, or do you do the just if design? I, could, I would. <laughs> So you just send it off, and then yeah, like, I have to. Bad. I have to, but it's it's really it's really a process mm -hmm. because if when um, 
like costume makers save me <laughs> <laughs> because I'm really like look it has to be like this and that no and you know well you know like and it's so intricate and I think like the most recent ones is like so many straps and stuff like you know interlocking which I love by the way because I think like it's always these subtle elements constantly tying back to the toxic spider and so it's like all these like these spider webs but it looks sophisticated and it's feminine and it's it, it really comes across, like, I think a lot of the things that you're trying to get across. And so, Donna Del Mondo, um, how has being in the faction, well, formerly being in the faction, which we'll get to, um, how has that really kind of, like, helped you craft who you are as a, a wrestler? How does that fit into, you know, the presentation right. of you? Yeah. I think it has changed for me a lot, actually, because when I first came to stardom, I had that, I, know, I had a whole different vibe to me. You know? Yeah, it was more like, yeah, let's, let's fucking go, bitches, <laughs> you know, which I do like. That's like my, na- that's what comes out naturally, you know. But uh, being in Donna Del Mondo is, has, like, calmed me down a lot more. Mm-hmm. People who know me very well, they say, like, you know, the, the take that you say in the ring, you see in the ring is a lot, it's like the toned down version of her, basically, <laughs> because outside of the ring, she's a fucking crazy, you know, just freak. Um, but what I learned was like being around Julia and Mike, I, you know, it's just, it's like, you know, looking like a star and mm-hmm. acting like, you know, like a little reserved to, mm-hmm. you know, looking cool, looking, um, um, like, you know, being beautiful to, yeah, these, these are, and that's, those are important things if you, if you want to appeal to a huge crowd, you know, so, um, I've, and I've, and like being big, you know, all the, all the costumes, yeah. you know, the gowns, you know, it's like, at first, and I would come in, beautiful clothes. That's, that's what I'm saying, you know, so at first I was, I, I came in with like slick, like, you know, like stuck, like, yeah. with like, um, leather coats and, and stuff, which I really like, but, but next to them, I'd be like, tiny, where's my stuff? You know what I mean? So like with that last one, I finally went like, well, the one before to the white and yes. black, right? So that gave me a little bit of volume. Mm-hmm. So, like, like being thick, you know, being larger than life, mm-hmm. kind of, you know, looking at, especially at Julia, I was like, all right, I gotta, gotta add some stuff here and there, you know, mm-hmm. like claim some space for my side. Yeah. So, and that's really important, I think. Um, other than that, my, in the future, I would like to do a mix, you know, like have that, have that like weird edginess that I, that I, that I originally had, you mm-hmm. know, like as a toxic spider, but combined it with like that, that, that large than life from, how do you say, like, like a way of carrying yourself, yeah. you know, which, uh, which is from Donna Del Mondo. Mm-hmm. So, so that's, that's what I'm going to aim for in the future. And so you talked about taking some time off. Yeah. Um, so, how did you come to that decision? Um, uh, you know, it's, taking a yeah. step back. Well, there's a, there's a few things. Definitely, you see the stardom schedule, right? Yeah. It's really extreme. I think stardom did like 140 shows yeah. last year. Something I did. I had more than 100 matches. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been here for four years. Mm-hmm. You know, and I barely ever take time off. Mm-hmm. The Japanese. Girls are a little bit more used to it because they they've got this like crazy like org ethic, you know. Mm-hmm. I do too, naturally, but sometimes I just I get a little I get tired too, you know. I'm I'm kind of think I haven't been home in one and a half years, so maybe I I hope to pick it back during that time, mm-hmm. you know. But doing a hundred or hundred ten matches a year kind of takes its toll, especially with the stardom style, you know. It's this is not WWE, you know how how everybody's here, how everybody's working, and the way we're traveling too, so. And then, 
and yeah, it's just your body starts to kind of, you know, also, I mean, every, every match you can, you can feel it afterwards. And so I was like, okay, I could feel a Don Del Mondo there did not be coming to an end. And uh, I, I quickly thought that maybe that's the perfect time to just, to just go away for a little while and, and also like refill my creative tank, yeah. you know, because what I'm going to start doing today is I'm going to start drawing my next uh, year set, you know? So super exciting. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I already have some stuff ready and my mom just sent me a box of like new <laughs> fabrics and uh, some white fur. So I might be doing something in that direction. And uh, we're going to be painting a lot. Mm-hmm. So I've got an exhibition coming up, up in April. Oh my gosh. So is that going to be in Japan or Austria? That's going to be in Tokyo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I'll, I hope I'll, I can do it in Austria too. Mm-hmm. Also thought this is a people in New York. So I want to, I want to travel around. So I have, I've got my, you know, depending on how much time I'm taking off. Mm-hmm. It's going to be me being in the studio, like drawing, drawing, drawing. On. Yeah. I think that that is a perfect time. I think for you to like figure out who you are yeah. as an individual performer. Yeah. And so now that Don and Del Mondo is over and you're looking forward to what, like your next chapter, what do you hope to convey? Like, you know, when you do return to the ring, like, are you looking to do more international dates? Are you looking to any specific goals in stardom? Are there any dream opponents? Like what, what does singles wrestler Radical look like? Um, I'm gonna, well, first of all, having that freedom of not having to react to my teammates is gonna be very, it's, it's very, it's, it's, it's nice for me. I'm, I'm originally a Mormon wolf, I'm a single wrestler. I love being in Donna Del Mondo because I have to learn about from the people around me. Mm-hmm. But uh, just naturally, I like to do things my way. Yeah. So that's, that's gonna be very, how do you say, like freeing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've always had I have a creative vision of how things are supposed to be done mm-hmm. and how to excite people and I have to be by myself to do that you know mm-hmm. also like talk similar to like a doja cat or a lady gaga to school off just mm-hmm. a little bit like what is that you know I want like I want to play around with things and I would I've always dreamed of uh, coming up with with something that nobody's ever seen. Like you can see in my moveset, I think it's one of the most original creative movesets. Absolutely, one hundred percent. I I know how to use my body in a way, uh, like and I've got freakishly, you know, the 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 uh, hyper flexibility and stuff. Yeah. And that's 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 just how I was born. But I know how to use that. Mm-hmm. And I want to go back a little bit more to that. So creating new things that people haven't seen before, like the like the spider flex, you know, from mm-hmm. the rope, you know where I come up, that sort of stuff, where people go, hey, only she can actually really do that. You know what I mean? And create a style of also like storytelling on the way, the way I, you know, how I have like a little weird way of moving in the ring too. Mm-hmm. You know, I kind of want to, I kind of want to bite more into that, into the small. But most of um, when it comes to what dreams, I love startup. I love being in Japan and Japan is my base, but I've really been dreading also to get out of Japan and, and mm-hmm. take it to the other countries, right? Um, I went to Singapore last year. That was brilliant. That is just showing, show, you know, feeling the love from, from fan, from international fans mm-hmm. is so cool. And getting to showcase what, what we do here in Japan is really nice. So definitely want to go to the States this year and um, experience a lot of stuff outside of 
outside of the Japanese bubble. Yeah. And uh, also change up my style a little bit because I think American style is very, very different. Very different. We're very different. And it's not everybody's cut on the team, but I like, I always feel like, um, well, I love learning <laughs> and I love studying new things. And then I love to pick from different things, you know, and then mix it up. That's really important for me. And I bet that's what I need to stay inspired. Yeah. And I've been in Japan a little bit too long, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, I know how it works here, I know how it's done, I know what strong style is like, and, and I need to I need to get inspired by something new again. So, I wanna, and the other thing is, I wanna wrestle in a lot of weird places. Just like, that's like me, me for America, we got some weird places for you. We got some weird places for you. America, yes, but I'm also thinking, like, I, I would love to wrestle in camp. Cambodia, you know, oh, yeah. or like Nepal, you know, mm -hmm. like take it, take it to places where people have never seen wrestling. Yeah, like have that, like that interesting um, cultural exchange. You know, it's like I, I would like to show. I, I want, I like to see that expression on people's face when they see something for the first time. They're like, "What is this?" And wow, you know, like you know, just create experiences for people that they're never gonna forget. Mm -hmm. And I feel. I love Japan, but I feel that people are like very oversaturated here. You know what I mean? Yeah, because there's so much rest and there's so much great rest, you know? So I think it's a little unfair to the rest of the world. Yeah, but I think the rest of the world needs the experience, not to spider. Exactly. And I think your style, I remember seeing you in person yesterday and like when you do the thing, I sit on the turn, but I said, your core strength is insane. But. No, I mean, like you're you you're completely right. Nobody else can really do what you do. And the thing about the American style is that it might not be as I think technically I think proficient. Yeah. I think as with Japanese style, of course. But I think for somebody as creative as yourself, there's so much more opportunity to really expand like that character to really think outside of the box, exactly um, with your presentation and stuff. So like. I'm not sure when you'll you'll return from your hiatus, but um, do you think that you'll be in the building for that stardom show in the U.S. Um, potentially? I hope so. I really hope no. so. So I haven't did, I haven't looked into it yet, but they know that I'm really interested in going abroad and coming mm -hmm. to the states. I've made That's that, in Philly too. I've made that very clear. <laughs> exactly. And um, so I don't know yet what's what's planned for that, but I would love, love, love to go. Oh, sure. Um, you were talking about drinking phone. Yeah. Too. So, one in the mix is obviously Mercedes. Absolutely. You know, she looks like a star and I loved her style and that's just somebody I would love to be in the ring with. Uh, especially after meeting her briefly at Stardom. And you're just such a nice person. She's got the look, you know? Mm -hmm. It's a look. Yeah. And that's what I'm kind of um, really, like, targeting right now. You know, people who have that, like, a similar mindset when it comes to that. Yes. And, um... Well, Athena, we were talking about. Absolutely. Cool, you know, I think your styles would really like complement yeah. each other. Yeah. Maybe we're even just similar, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? But but that could, that's somebody I would, I would love to hang out with. Mm -hmm. And who else? Who else did we have? Indiana. WWE, not so much right now. I mean, I mean obviously, Charlotte Flair is, Flair is a fantastic wrestler. They've got brilliant wrestlers that Becky Lynch was scared about that. 
I mean, they're they're very full there too. You know? Like I, at WWE, I never saw myself there. Mm-hmm. And when like growing up as a wrestler, because yeah. I'm, I'm way too much like I, I get really, I get really annoyed when somebody tells me what to do. Yeah. But only recently I thought that could be so interesting to be able to learn from the best mm-hmm. because they have they have like, like brilliant coaches and just uh, just uh, uh, mm-hmm. performance centers there. So that's really that's really interesting. Uh, but. Again, AEW is really cool because mm-hmm. they give they give people a lot of freedom. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And I and I I feel like the product is still developing here. So and and there's there's space for everything mm-hmm. and for a lot of like creative people too. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's really that's really something that I would that I would like in, to look into. I think there's still I think there's a lot of space in AEW specifically to show people what women's wrestling can look like. I think that, yeah. you know, there's yeah, people, sure. there's so many different styles. Like I think about somebody like the Jamie Hayter, he yeah. came in and right. like just did basically. Absolutely. And like, you all have like, you people like Kokara Shida, you have yeah. Mariah May, who just recently like, you know, debuted. And exactly, I saw that. It. Yeah, and we had, we used to have a lot of fun in Star Yeah, Star Grand Queendom. When her and Xena kidnapped you, <laughs> that was one of my favorite start of moments last year. By by a landslide when they kidnapped you, um, I think you you all sold it so well. Like you just seemed so unhappy. <laughs> I was unhappy. Not <laughs> so unhappy. I think that was just so yeah great. Like I think that um, just a very like great contrast. I yeah. think with uh, between you two, and I think one thing that I've learned about like the American audiences, especially like watching Mariah's debut specifically this week. When they see people come from that stardom background and like, especially from a wrestling perspective, they love it. Yeah. They love Jamie. Yeah. Like they love Mariah. And so yeah. I think that like, you know, the in ring and then it, when you have like the presentation on top yeah. of it, it's just like, that's, I mean, you get so nervous because they are bringing real wrestling, absolutely good, like a high quality wrestling to the, to the ring, you know, to American audiences who are, I mean, there's, there's a lot of great women's wrestlers out there you know but it's but it's accustomed I, to a certain style exactly yeah that too you know so th- and that's the great that's what i'm talking about it's this mixing up you know you learn over there you take certain things and bring it over there to heart hitting like mm-hmm. no bullshit yeah. and i think that's and that's really cool you know so yeah it's really good to have them out there mm-hmm. i'm really excited to see what mariah's going to be doing in the future too have you been keeping your eyes on the New Japan Strong Women Division or at all? Yeah, I've been. I've been like Julia's strong title. I've been here that for a long time. Yeah, and I'm not gonna. <laughs> it's a beautiful purple belt. It is a beautiful, beautiful purple belt. Julia is a great champion in the wrestler one. Obviously, it was uh, like being in like her entire partner mm-hmm. and being in up in the finish day show. Yeah, that's right. But being with her in the mix, it's kind of. I mean, not hard. I could have still like a uh, challenge for it, but it's like, mm-hmm. it's uh, you know, you don't wanna, you don't wanna give it. Yeah, you don't wanna be exactly. So, so that that's why yesterday I was also like, you know, I was patting the belt mm-hmm. a little bit, like, you know, this uh, this might be something coming up. Mm-hmm. Definitely, that that's that's a cool belt. Not only beautiful, but just uh, the people who have challenged for it so mm-hmm. far, and and where like the way the belt gets to travel, I would I would like to be I would like to be part of that. It's been it's been in some cool places. Yeah. It's been uh, Philadelphia, Las yeah. Vegas, exactly. Probably gonna be in California yeah. soon for Battle in the Valley. Yeah. Um, so it's a it's a great way to like you know 
get to know that American audience, y'all still wrestling, you know, that style that, you know, like you're accustomed to. Yeah. So, so that's perfect for me. Mm-hmm. Though that's what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. You've been one of probably the most dedicated foreigner, yes. I think, in stardom over the last few years, especially since COVID. I mean, I was lucky, obviously, because mm-hmm. there was there was nobody really had the possibility to go to stardom because mm-hmm. I was. I was raving up to say throughout COVID and Japan mm-hmm. and, and make this my make this my base. I was an ice river, you know. So and and I really knew I knew Julia, mm-hmm. but we had we had uh, worked together in ice river. In ice river, so uh, when we reconnected, that was kind of. I hadn't even thought about going to stardom, but when like you know how things just fall into place, I was like, I felt I felt like. I had done enough time in Ice and I kind of like graduated, you know, I moved out of the dojo, got my own place in Japan. And he was also like, okay, wow, I'm living here now, you know, I'm paying rent here. I'm not, I'm not living at the dojo in my little room, you know, it's like, okay, I'm here and I gotta, I gotta do stuff. And I felt like, okay, I'm, I think I'm ready for the big leagues now, <laughs> you know? So when, when I reconnected with Julian, she was like, hey, I, you're pretty good. I saw, I saw your stuff. Do you want, you want to come to stardom? And I was like, hell yeah, let's go. So, so you, I think a lot of people say that they want to go to Japan. Yeah, especially a lot of foreigners. Like, I want to wrestle in Japan. What do you think is something that people either underestimate about the process or something that you think people should know before they say that they will, they want to come in Japan? I think a lot of people want to come to Japan, as to say, and it's, uh, it's, uh, because it's cool, mm-hmm. because it's uh, it's uh, exotic in a way, and when you go when you go back, it kind of you're like a made man, you're a made woman, you know yeah. what I mean? When you can say, ah, I've, I've been in Japan, you know, but uh, it's not, it's easy to come here for a little while, I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wouldn't even say easy. I've seen a lot of people struggle, like like hell, also because the, the culture is so different and it can really it can really mess with your with your brain when you don't understand what people are saying all the time you know you have to be really based and and cool and try to learn and and always be open for communication you know if you once you like shut down it's really it's really hard you have to yeah always have to be like fluid flexible so um it can be a great experience um but you have to be a hard worker and you have to be humble and you have to be polite but this, the longer you stay here, the, for example, for me, it was, the fr- at first, it was the most natural thing ever. Mm-hmm. Like, the first time, and that was before COVID, the first time I stepped into the ice ribbon dojo, I was like, I was like, some, like, something that had hit me, like, like, a, like, you know, like lightning, and I was like, I, I am, this is, this is the place, and this is, this is the spot, smelled like, I don't know, it was like hot summer, way too hot, you know, and the uh, and the houses are kind of like the, the ice ribbon dojo is made of like like a thin metal like walls or something. And then the floor was because they had a little gym and it's like these thick uh, plastic like foam mats, you know. And everything heats up and it's you get this weird like smell of like <laughs> like plastic and foam. And it was like I love it. That <laughs> was like I'm staying here, you know. Cool. So. Um, it's for for me at first I was like some it just okay that's exactly what I want to do I don't want to think about anything else I want I love the solitude all of a sudden coming right from a from like a, my art school days you know where everything is super in your head and you know you gotta you gotta talk about art all the time I was like no 
I'm not going to use my brain like this right mm -hmm. now. I'm going to use it for, I'm going to use my body, you know, yeah. like ha learn how to express myself like that, you know, and just train, train, train like six hours a day, mm -hmm. you know, I was really into that. And, um, but obviously also during COVID, it can, it can be draining too. You know, you're far away from your family. Almost. I didn't have any friends here yet. You know, I had to, I had to work on all of these things. I don't speak the language. So it's like, I was like, okay, buckle up girl. We're, 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 we're going to stay here for a while, you know, but obviously there's, there's up, ups and downs. Mm -hmm. For me, I've, I've lived in a lot of different countries before. So I know what it's like to uh, adapt to a new culture but when you in, in Japan I feel like I almost did it too much at a certain point you know so because I was here for so long I kind of kind of forgot where I where I actually come from and that's really important you know when you start to adapt too much you just it's like lose a, uh, always lose a little bit of yourself yeah. you know because you have to you have to walk towards people mm -hmm. and for that you have to give up or or ignore what how would you used to do things or what you actually accustomed to and that can that can cause like some trouble, you know what I mean? So you you always have to know who you are and and uh, stick to your guns when in, in critical moments. And that can be confusing to people uh, and, you know, after a while. If you're cut up culturally from, from where you're usually, you know, mm -hmm. your your base, that's when people start to struggle here. Mm -hmm. It's it's really having a balance and you know, mm -hmm. that sweet spot. Or like just just being cool with going back every now and then yeah. re reconnect, which I didn't do for a while. Mm -hmm. It made me a little crazy here, <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's part of the game, you know, man. So you talked about learning the language. So oh, yeah, how hard does that? Oh. I think I know you've you you know a lot of language, yes, but obviously Japanese is a whole different yeah. you know ball game. So like, how was that? I mean, how long did it take for you? Uh, so because our yeah, how we're doing. I'm good. Okay, we're oh, do you want another? Are you still good? Oh, yeah, I'm good. Yeah. Okay, okay. I might get a refill because it should be for free. Oh, they do free refills? I think they do. I got two kinds of money. I think at least they used to. And then. Here, let's go. There is. See, I'm literally too forward. Behind Alas. Um. Don't so, sorry, what was the question again? I was saying, how about Japanese? Yeah, Japanese. Yeah, yeah. So, it's a little bit like when you learn a lot of instruments or you learn mm -hmm. a lot of, uh, you know, different sports. It's kind of... Hi. It's a Ritsu, I must go. Hi. Ritsu. Ritsu. Okay, okay. I'm going to go. 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 I'm going to not sure if it's on that house. Maybe they maybe they did that when they first opened. <laughs> I don't say that. Anyway. That's fine. I'll, I'll get another one. So, <laughs> so yeah, once you figure out how language is like how to learn a language, it's a little easier. And for me, when I have passion for something, it doesn't even feel like work. It, mm -hmm. just, it just comes naturally. Yeah. So, it. But it's it's a hard. You, ha you I did have to. I did. Have, I was taking a few classes, and I I 
I have a tutor mm-hmm. who's a good friend of mine who's Austrian who used to, to live in Japan and study Japanese. So he's a real good teacher. So we do like Zoom calls during COVID. Sometimes I would um, I would have a match in the evening, like, and I'd be done around eight, and we clean up at nine, and then nine thirty, I'm already calling my tutor, and we're like in the Japanese class for two hours, and so I was like, I pass out. So you gotta you gotta stay on it. There was turning points after two years of like learning vocabulary and like getting the basics done. That was that was easy. I'm mean, like speaking like fluent and like mm-hmm. having a having like the nice to chat with your friends that came when I first moved out of the dojo yeah. and so I moved into my old uh, apartment mm-hmm. and it was close to the dojo so the girls would sometimes like after the show it's like like hey you got a new place shall we shall we go there for drinks while you you cool so the girls would come up over to my place you know and then we just we just have a few drinks until the morning and that's when. It, then it's so it's so easy. You you got one one or two beers, and it's like all the how do you say all the insecurity of making mistakes just just kind of fades away, you know. So that's when I, I really started to learn how to speak because because I didn't care, you know. And we'd just be shooting shit until the morning. What's been your favorite brand of beer since you've been here? It's hard because I'm not it's super like Japanese beer is cold mm-hmm. and I'm not super into it. Um, compared to what I because I come from a beer country like Austria, yeah like Germanic countries are yes. really good with their beer. So first time you know first country I ever visited was Germany. Yeah. So like I feel like after you've had German beer, everything you know, also yeah like everything else is kind of oh, it's, it's like it's like the opposite of Bud Light. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> And Japanese somewhere in between. Yeah, I think they're not Japanese uh-huh. beer. Um, and recently I've been into Thai beer. Uh-huh. Thai beer is pretty cool. So Singa is pretty good. Uh-huh. Or mango beer. I'm I'm freaking on mango beer right now. Mango? Yeah, mango beer. Uh-huh. I'm not. I'm not. I'm. I'm not ashamed that I'm. <laughs> I like sweets. I like the. Um, what is that? When I went to Germany, the Rattlers. The head. I love. I don't. Don't tell anybody, but I love good rattlers. <laughs> you know, they might have one percent alcohol content, know, exactly. but they're so good. Well, that's why. That's why my friends would be shitting on me like, "That's not beer. Put that down." But I'm like, I love that stuff. I like, love the rattler. And like with the with the with the lemonade. Yeah, don't do it. I love the rattler. I bought a. Um, I still haven't drank it yet, but I bought a Sapporo because that's the beer they always have, like backstage in New Japan. I will always see them on TV. So I'm gonna try it. Hopefully it's good. Is it Sapporo? Yeah, Sapporo. Yeah. yeah, those are all good. Sapporo is Sapporo is pretty good. Um, what else is there? Asahi is pretty good too. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, so you can you can't really go wrong with like those are sitting in my soup. mini fridge right now. So I'm gonna that's gonna be my toast tonight before yeah. I leave. Yeah. Um, so that's gonna be that. So so the, so that so these ads are really working. <laughs> you know, hey, the product placement, you know, it's working on somebody. Yeah. Um, because you know, for foreigners. We don't know, so when we come here, like whatever's on TV, like that's what we're drinking, uh, where we're gonna eat, exactly. Um, but you talked about Don and Del Mondo. Yeah. What have you learned from each of your teammates? Because I feel like all of them are completely different. Yes, all of them offer something completely different. Yes. And also, Don and Del Mondo, all star faction, uh, the best, uh, just the simple period. So, 
what do you think you've learned from from each of your teammates and also like how do you feel about the faction you know dissolving and what's next mm-hmm. um with micah i think with micah can only do micah and i mm-hmm. really appre- like i really appreciate them um, I feel that's really cool. She's always natural, you know what I mean? Yeah, really, she's just being herself, and that is just really good at that. So, so likable, never fake, you know, and uh, and very consistent with what she does, and and just a just a damn power, you know. It's real. It's beautiful to watch her work, you know, and she's and uh, she never backs down either. So, I like that about Micah. She's natural. She's powerful, and uh, and just just out there and with Sakurai it's, it's kind of funny because she she started out as the weakest you know but she kind of found herself in her character which is really cool and I I really admire how she just takes the mic and mm-hmm. makes, makes the people come up for her you know so I don't know if we understand it because it's so based on like little jokes you know mm-hmm. she's really she's one of them it was like how do you say she's really eager uh, to learn and then she's very she's very brave and uh, and she's really tough, actually. Can't really tell, but she really she puts a lot of work into herself too. You know, she really wants to. She asks. She always asks everybody for their opinion. You know, and takes notes, and so that's that's very, um, that's very inspiring. And then Julia, of course, is kind of the queen. You know, mm-hmm. she's like she's uh, she's the all rounder. She's. I think for watching her, she has the. She's one of the people with the most she's one of the most self-confident people i've ever met in my uh-huh. life and i've met a lot of confident people in my life but she's just there's almost nothing that can that can stop her from knowing that she's the best you know mm-hmm. and she always puts the word game if it's if it's in the ring uh, or if it's her appearance you know mm-hmm. she's she's got the look we've got a similar similar um taste also mm-hmm. always been like that yeah and um no. But but her, she's really, and she never complains. Even, even if she she goes through the hardest matches, she's always she wipes off the blood and she's like, I'm cool, I don't care. You know, she's she's just a bad motherfucker. <laughs> so that's really that's definitely inspiring. But for me, it's because I'm I always think of myself as a pretty self confident person. Mm-hmm. But you know, sometimes you, you there's a challenge where it's, yeah. I don't know about this one. I don't know about this one, man. But with Julia, it's like I, I almost never see like this flinching of, of her just being like, you know, ah, she's she just goes straight into things and she's being herself and she she doesn't take shit from anybody and she, she will she will fight anybody inside and outside of the ring. Yeah, when not physically outside of the ring, but when it's when it's about what she believes in yeah. she's got strong beliefs and I I really I really respect that. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. It. Um and she she just knows how to go how to go her own way. Mm-hmm. And I'm similar with that, but she's rich. No bullshit. Mm-hmm. And uh, I really respect people like that. Beautiful bad But it from like thinking. I like him what is always worth shooting. As a waste in the week. But thought of it in that it will die in number. She done over him by now. I think at three of those I'm gonna stand with you. I have the Um, I was gonna say that one thing that I've always really liked when I started first started watching stardom, I think Donna Del Mondo is my first favorite faction. And I think one thing I really liked about Mafia Bella specifically is that 
you really do look so confident of just like you walk in the room like y'all are in shit. Yeah, and you can tell from <laughs> truly, and you can tell from like the presentation yeah. that you wear, and and I think that's why presentation is so important because like yeah. before you even get in the ring, yeah, it feels like y'all are eat. Yeah. And somehow, like, in her energy and my energy together is mm-hmm. just the coolest fucking game you'll see. Yeah. You know? Like, I've, I've talked to people who saw, like, a stardom show, and it was like, yo, what's stuck with me is just that entrance, mm-hmm. you know? It's not even the match. It's crazy. You always just put the guns up. Yeah, all exactly. like, <laughs> and that was, that was like, and before presser, and was like, yo, what, what, what can we do? What, mm-hmm. What's going to fit? And I was, I, was, I just had a, had a gun, and then... We were just playing around with like, what about this and then and then that and then it's like, and then we add, later we added like like all of that stuff. I mean, you do ghost stuff, it's all it always gonna come out cool. It's really yeah, you know. But uh, but I came up with the Nokia Bella name, right? Mm-hmm. And that's that that was that was me sitting down for like a whole evening while I was uh, traveling to Kyoto and just sitting by the water and just coming up with names. That's one of my favorite things. And then I sent her like three. Uh, three possible names, like what about this or that, and that she was like right away, and I get that. Yeah, that's the one. It's like okay, cool. And then, I mean, that's more or less. That's some of the most interesting works in coming up with a world, you know, settle, this whole like vibe. So, me and Julia together, we had like good, always good back and forth. Yeah, like let's let's do this and let's walk like that and let's pace it here and let's wear this. Especially our first run, we were crazy with the outfits. Yeah. And I always felt like, how do I say it? Uh, Dundon Mall, I always felt like, like this femme fatale type. Yeah, and I love that. Faction. I love it. Like, it's almost, uh, you ever seen like the movie Salt? Salt? Yeah. No, I don't. Oh my gosh. It was a movie with Angelina Jolie where she's like, uh, she's like a femme fatale, like, yes. That's the kind of vibes, like the like, 90s or something, now, yeah, or like really is the Paris. Like it gives that kind of, it gives that type of vibe, um, which I think is really cool in wrestling because I think like women have always been typecast and like studying on different roles, especially in starting. Like you know, you have like your idol types, and then like you'll have like your, you have the audience type. Yeah. It's just like the you know, the super heel types, but it's just yeah. like this. It's like sexy killers. Yeah. Yeah, you said she was. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like a confidence, like, but no bullshit, as I was saying earlier. It's really, it's really easy in Japan. Everybody loves the idol culture. Mm-hmm. It's so easy to go in that direction. You know, Julia hates that shit. And I hate that shit. You know, I, there's nothing wrong with yeah, that. People doing that. It's just not you. It's, yeah. it's not me. And it's, mm-hmm. not, it's not. I don't believe that that's uh, that's the only like stereotype or, or, or uh, role model that should be out there, yeah. you know. So it's, um, it's not it's not badass, you know. Mm-hmm. And I would love it if there were more badass girls coming up with mm-hmm. new generations. You know what I mean? I, I'm always for diversity, you know, and, mm-hmm. and everybody should express themselves the way they are. Absolutely. Um, even though it's always going to sell more if you're if you're running around in a little tutu dress <laughs> and. and you know, I was like, I've done that in the ice strip and it kills me. It's like, I can't, I can't do it anymore. But, uh, but yeah, it was, 
it's gonna be it's gonna create a whole else in stardom i think yeah um it's i think a lot of things are gonna going to change i don't know i don't know how but i mean i think queen's quest has that a little bit too i mean otaku yes. it's got it's got a lot of like like drip when it comes to that stuff yeah you know but other than that i don't know <laughs> i'm a sucker for a good for a good code like i think I mean, you know, like I think um, yeah. Japanese wrestling yeah. is very emphasis on coats, yeah, 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 sure. insurance jackets, and so like Queen's Quest, they really have that. Yeah. So, I, you know, I think that you know, up until you know yesterday, I felt like there was such a cool balance with the factions of just all these betrayals and what womanhood looks like. Mm. You know, like yeah, Odio Tai, they don't give a fuck. You yeah. know, um, with Cosmic Angels, Kawaii, yeah. and then you have. Um, Club Venus, which feels like an international, like, you know, marketplace. And then you have Shen's Stars and you have Queen's Quest. And so, like, we have God's Eye. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I think it's going to lose and Don and Del Mondo is definitely going to create a hole. So, do you think, would you ever join another faction? And if so, which one would it be? That's such an interesting question because that's, I've been, I've, obviously, it's so fresh now. Yeah, but. Uh, it's it's very very tough, but for now I really want to be, you know I really want to rediscover what sure. what what's, uh, what's inside of me. There are some, as I said, like Utami's got rib, you know, yeah. she's really cool. But I I feel like she's got a different vibe, a very different vibe than I do. Yeah, you know Queen's Quest. Yeah, um, it's a different Queen's Quest and Bando Mondo, very different type of powder yeah both powerful yes. but it's a different it's more energy as you said it's more like a femme fatale a little bit like yeah. like almost illegal mm-hmm. badass you know yeah like Mondo was, we don't we don't um scare back from from having like you know it's about winning it was like you know like you're like punched in the face with a with a close to mm-hmm. Sorry, you didn't see that, right? I mean, you know, that's Donna Del Mondo. That's not really a Queen's Quest, you know? Mm-hmm. They're like the heroes type. Yes, and maybe they're a little bit like it's anti-hero. Anti-heroes. It's yeah. like the alien. Um, almost like the Spell Cold type character, yeah. and, you know, like the like, badass. We're, we're killers, and we, yeah. if we have to, we're not afraid to go to prison for shit, you know yeah. what I mean? But it's going to be worth it, you know what I mean? Um, but not necessarily bad guys like Oedo Tai. Mm-hmm. So, I think the old spider could have also fit in that, like, very well in the way that's Yeah. Fine. But I'm not sure if that's the case now, mm-hmm. you know, so, although I always vibe with, like, dark side stuff, mm-hmm. I think Oedotai right now is really, I think they're schoolyard bullies kind of thing, it's not, yeah. like, the kids, you know, that's, that's cool, but mm-hmm. not for me. And then Club Venus, no. <laughs> Sorry. Cosmic Angels, you know. No, sorry. God's Eye, they're all very strong, you know, but they're almost too serious, I think. Yeah, that's, you know, which I, I mean, I love a good technical style, and Shirty's amazing, obviously, but they're, but they don't have that, they don't have that swag, you know. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, man, I think, hopefully, there's maybe gonna be new people coming in, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But my Sosuka says, I'm just gonna be doing me for a while. And I'm gonna I'm gonna see which style I'm gonna go for once I come back. It's probably strong because that's what I feel connected to the most. And um, and then we'll see. I want to travel a lot. So, are there any foreigners that you would like to see come in the stardom? Possibly. Yeah. Hell yeah! I would love to have Masha Slamovich come in. Oh yeah, yeah. She's she's a she's a real she's the original badass. I heard she had a kick-ass match yesterday. I haven't gotten to see it yet. I saw the I saw the 
She, we we met when when she was marvelous and I was master of it during, uh-huh. during um, COVID. So at first I was really scared because she's got this like I'm. If you say the wrong thing, I'm gonna kill you. Kind of vibe, you know. But we got along super well. So I'd love to have her because she's got this badass I think series out. And she like, might have been a good fit for Donna Del Mondo. That's what I yeah. Think. That's what I say. Like badass, like. I drink your blood if I have to. Are you so like, I think that's fucking cool, you know, and it's real. Um, I'd love for her to come out. Other than that, you see, I never got to meet so many people from the outside, mm-hmm. you know, but the Puritides. I have to think about that, but if I could, if I could guess her and that would be already cool, you know, so like, like teaming up with her or something like that could be really, could be sweet. So, it's funny that she said drinking blood and stuff like that. Um, <laughs> are there any match types Ooh. that you've never had? Because I think, like, you know, the Japanese style sometimes is a yeah. bit limited as far as, like, the stipulations right. and stuff. Are there any match types that you would love to have? I like a good grudge match. So I would really, I would love to be feuding with somebody, especially if it's somebody who is uh, who's an idol, you know, somebody who's the complete opposite of me. I would love to stalk somebody like that and just take them to their limits and then have a, have a grudge match. Um, when it comes to stipulations, I like a, like I quit match, which could be a billion for, you know, a grudge match too. Just making somebody say it out loud. I'm done. I have had enough. That's really cool. I call it up. Um, and, I, I mean, I and that's stuff that I was doing in Ice Ribbon too. Like From stipulation matches. I've, I've been in one death match, which was, I, I'm really good with, I don't know, you know, like those old school great Muna matches. Yeah. That's, that's, that's my, that's my stuff. When I first saw that, I was like, that's what I want to do. Yeah. That really inspired me to think outside of the box and just look at an object, anything, you know, just how can I, what can I do with this and to cut it. Just pick it up to hurt somebody. Anything could be a weapon. Exactly. So I'd, I'd find the weirdest stuff under a ring, you know, and just just crawl under there <laughs> quick and just, just stab people in the head with that, you know. And that's that's kind of stuff. Like being being smart and making it work, you know, and just surprising people. But, oh, my God, I did not think you could torture somebody with, with that, you know. So you're not opposed to Crimson Mask. No, I'm not. I'm not. But it, it has, I don't like... It has to make sense. It has to make sense. I don't like just using stuff for, for the hell of it. You know, I'm not a guy. I'm not a person that's like, sure, let me eat that lab yeah. because because why not? You know, that, that's, that's that's not really... That's not how you tell a story for me. Absolutely. I, want, I think it's based on emotion. I want to I wanna hurt somebody because because she hurt me back. She Absolutely. Them, you know. That's why the, 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 the most fun uh, I've had recently was um was getting into nuts boy's face you know <laughs> having that you know that the little the little stare down of the fuck you fuck using you know so we be fantastic by the way yeah, yeah. that i've watched that video over and over and over again fantastic stuff and i think that i think with modern wrestling because we get so much so much stuff is available yeah i think everybody is trying to stand out yeah. And I think that sometimes trying to stand up, some people try to stand up and be like, oh, like, let me do more weapons or let me do more blood. But yeah, I do yeah, think, like, yeah. the storytelling ep- um, element has to be there. Like, for yeah. example, like, I think the Queen's Quest, um, Oedo Tai, that was brilliant. Um, yeah. Steel Cage Match, that was good. 
And it was brilliant because the storytelling was dead. Yeah. Well, what was he called because of the cage? No. Yeah. No, no you, had, you had, it was about friendship and it mm -hmm. was about loyalty and it was about good versus bad. Yeah. Which is not very common in Japanese wrestling, mm -hmm. you know, but why did that match stand out? It's because there was something that was really at stake. Absolutely. A lot of things were at stake at me. But that's no, that's what I'm into. That's where I'm like, hell yeah, let's put that fucking cage up. Mm -hmm. I'll do anything if that came. Absolutely, could because it makes sense. And then people are so. I still got that image in my head. I was like, ooh, that's hard for it. Absolutely, you know. It was so that. Um, I think the Tim and Nas Boys cage match. See the same thing. Yeah. Same thing. You know, you really. If those are images that stay in your head because it's not to suck the steel cage. It's how the steel cage is used. Yeah. But that's that's where I want to go. And especially with somebody like Natsuko, who represents something that is so different from complete opposite of you. Yeah. But but we but we we kind of like stature wise, we are kind of similar. You know, we kind of look like a like a parallel universe. Yeah. You know, reflection of each other. Mm -hmm. Not like Mariah and me. That's that's yeah. really different. You know. We. But but me and Natsuko, I think we always had great chemistry and mm -hmm. and um, and she's really she's really good. I think both of you are very underrated performers. That's very good. That's very possible. Yeah. Yeah. That, I don't know why that is, actually. Because Na Naspa is very great, too. Mm -hmm. but, but then again, yeah. I mean, now she's been gone for a long time. But mm -hmm. she was being fantastic at the start of the Yeah, she's one of the most over people here in Blackpad. Mm -hmm. But then some of, some of her, uh, some of her uh, glitter and glamour mm -hmm. doesn't really translate that well in, um, in space, I think. Mm -hmm. you know, um, she's like a fan. Um, I will say, though, in the States, she is a fan favorite. But it's more so like people are like, well, why isn't she a single star? Why isn't yeah. she this? Like, and I think like, oh, well, that's one thing I am learning about Japanese wrestling. People who are super over in the states might not always be right super over in Japan. So like, it's like the favorites are are different. Sometimes like you know they don't know this, but it's, it's been really interesting, especially being here and seeing you know the differences of like how fans perceive certain people and factions too just like what's popular and what's not because culture is a little bit different mm -hmm. out here but the most important thing is fighting spirit actually you know it's yep. like it's it and that's been part of japanese culture for such a long time mm -hmm. you know that that dates back to the senior islands and you know you, you never backed out and and if something happens you'd rather kill yourself with your own bare hands than then you know be with um be at the mercy of your of your opponent, you know. Mm -hmm. So these sort of things, that's not really American culture, you know. Yeah. American culture is a lot more flashy, you know. It's a, it's about winning, but it's about also also standing on your opponent's head in the end. While Japanese don't really do that, mm -hmm. it's about also being respectful while being a winner. You know? mm -hmm. So there's there's this these this little thing mm -hmm. while. Well, everything in America seems to be a bitch fight, you know. You know what I mean? I I grew up watching that. I was like, yes. You know, when I first started, I was also like, yeah, lock off, you know. in Japan, you can't do that. You know, it's about it's about actually, you know, shaking somebody else's hand in the end. It's like, nice fight, you know. You gave everything. I respect that. They're a bit fast. Then go not then. Um, I think that yeah, we're at three fifty three, so. Right on time. Perfect. Um, anything else that you wanted to say? And I'm on a point. Anything else? No, the only thing is, yeah, I'm, I'm oh. in the, my contract is up soon. So, well, that too. I haven't decided yet what I'm going to do after that. So, 
We'll see. I'm definitely very interested in sampling that. Yeah. And I think as an American, I we're very interested in here. So I've never been here before. So so hopefully make it up. Well, you've never like been at all. Oh. Uh, as a restaurant? No. Oh, okay. I was about to tell you. No, I used to live there. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah you did say that. You yeah. said you've been, uh, you live in Kentucky. So. No, but no, I've never wrestled there, so. Oh, no. That looks like it's 20, one way or another, whether it's with stardom or somewhere else. That yeah. sounds like a 2024 20, bucket list island. I need to say, yeah. 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 So, we're in America. Other than that, yeah, let's see what the future brings.